Grace Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and as always, it's a joy and an honor to be with you in this bro Oh, so I want to welcome you and also welcome to those of you who will watch the replay later on or perhaps see this on YouTube. I believe we're live on YouTube tonight as well, or you might hear this on a podcast. Um, I have a podcast in iTunes. You could just Google Lisa Boldo iTunes and it'll come right up. But so welcome, welcome. In this broadcast, the Lord put it on my heart to speak to you regarding the dangers of unforgiveness. This, this must be um, just something that's really going on right now with everything that's going on in the world. I feel like, well, not I feel like, I asked the Lord, Lord, what do you want to say to the people? What do you want to talk about? And the Lord, the Holy Spirit, put it on my heart so clearly, the dangers of unforgiveness. So this is going to be powerful tonight. And definitely you're going to want to share this out. You know, we all, even if you don't know someone personally who is in unforgiveness, many, many people are. Some may not even realize that they're in unforgiveness. They may believe that they've forgave somebody a long time ago, but if that person showed up in front of them or they saw their name, ugh, there would be this, that's how you know that there's not real forgiveness there. When you've really forgiven someone, you wish them well. Okay, so starting off, we've all been guilty of either offending someone, you know, in our lifetimes or being offended by someone. And I always say offense is the trap of the day. Um, offense is a trap. It's a trap of the enemy to get you to respond in a way that can result in unforgiveness. Now, listen, we've all been hurt by people in our lives. And we've, like I said, even hurt people knowingly or unknowingly. Hopefully, if you knew it, you've repented or you've apologized to them and meant it from your heart. If they have hurt you and haven't repented, okay, you still need to bless them and release them of that offense because if you don't, here's what happens. It will cause that unforgiveness or that offense that you're holding will cause a root. It will take root in your heart and it will cause that root of bitterness to grow in you, which can result in Literally, it is a poison. Think of it as it's, it is because it's an actual poison. It's like being bit by a snake and that venom uh, is still in you and you are allowing it to grow like a weed. And if unforgiveness grows, it grows into bitterness, which can cause all kinds of disease from mental to physical. No good. Because it starts in the mind first, right? You you take in that poison, ugh, right? The devil's whispering in your ear. And before you know it, that unforgiveness can cause you to, how do I say this? To, it, it can lock you in your own man-made prison. It's a self-made prison when you hold on to unforgiveness. Wow. That. That is powerful. It is literally a venom, a poison, and it can lock you. Mm. 
you know, I saw it with my mom for so many years. She had such a hatred for my dad and was just very a very unforgiving person. And I used to say to her, man, I'm glad you're not God, you know? And I mean, I'm just saying as she got older, I mean like much older. And once she got delivered from that demonic spirit, I promise you, it's like she didn't even remember ever being mad at these people that she was mad at for so many years. But see, that's what happens when you get free, when you repent, you command that unclean spirit to leave you and you mean it from your heart, it does, it goes and you say, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Well, what is the Holy Spirit? What is the spirit of God? Peace, love, joy, right? You're going to have peace, love and joy even toward that person. Okay. So I don't want to get ahead of myself, but let's see what the word of God says about bitterness. Okay. And remember bitterness, if you're holding bitterness, You've got unforgiveness towards someone. Okay. The Bible warns about bitterness. Okay. Hebrews 12, 15 says, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. So that root of bitterness that you might be holding in you, it's going to cause trouble. It's going to cause trouble because you'll end up thinking things you shouldn't, saying things you shouldn't, right? And death and life is in the power of the tongue, your words, okay? But yes, while it can destroy a relationship between you and whoever hurt you, it will, that person's going to go on with their lives, okay? And there's people that have even said they were sorry and you might still be holding it against them. What else can they do, right? You want them to bleed to death? No, Jesus already did that. Jesus took it, took away the sins of the world. Okay, so, and he said, forgive because he has forgiven you, all right? When do you stop forgiving a person? When Christ stops forgiving you. When will that happen? Never. Glory to God, glory to God. Okay, okay, so let me just continue with this. Um, all right. So lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble and by this many become defiled. Mm. The word bitterness comes from a Greek word called, um, it could be called picria. And anyway, it's used in Acts 8.23 as a condition of extreme wickedness. Bitterness is equal to extreme wickedness. In God's sight, whoa. Okay, um, in Acts 23, okay, it says gall of bitterness or bitter gall. Romans 3.14 says it's a mouth full of cursing and bitterness. Ephesians 4.31 says it's bitter hatred. Mm. Bitterness is hatred. Hatred equals murder in the eyes of God. No good. It is a sin that will lock you into your own man-made prison if you choose to hold on to it. It is hurting you. Not even, yes, it can destroy a relationship between you and another person, but you need to let that go. You want to be healed. You want to have peace of mind. You want to sleep well. You want to have your physical body, you know, be released from all that poison. You've got to forgive. And I'll show you how in just a little bit. Okay. So 
And again, a lot of people say, yeah, but you don't know what they did to me. And I say to you, and Jesus, look at what they did to him. They ripped the beard from his face. They put a crown of thorns on him. They spit in his face. They punched him. What? Right? And then they crucified the son of God. And what did he say? Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Okay. Mm, glory to God. How did I forgive my family when what they did to me? I did. I forgave them. I forgave them because the Lord said, you have to. And I knew that it didn't honor my mother to not forgive them. Okay. And I really did forgive them. And I know that, listen, if you forgive someone, you, you, you forgive them. Let your heart be clean before God. Leave the results with God. He says, don't repay evil for evil, right? He says, vengeance is mine. I will repay says the Lord. Oh my gosh. Okay. So again, and then in Deuteronomy 32, 33 and Job 23, 2016, rather it represents meaning it bitterness represents the deadly poison or venom of poisonous snakes. Okay. So Jesus said, whenever you stand praying, if you have something against anyone, forgive them, release it, let it go as hard as it may be. Say, Lord, I am giving this to you. I, I release them and I'm leaving it with you. He's the judge, right? Glory to God. You're not the judge because if you hold on to it, you're playing God. You are not the judge. I'm not yelling at you. I'm so passionate about this and I want you to be free. God wants you to be free. These are his words. This is his message to you tonight, okay? Or for someone you know. So make sure that you share this. God wants people to hear this message. Okay. All right. All right. Jesus said, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father in heaven may forgive you. Right. But if you don't, he said, but if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. Listen, you don't want to live with, and I've said it before, I've already said it. The poison is all consuming. A little bit of poison will poison the whole body. Okay, no good. The Bible, and I just said this. You know what? I want to just say this here. A lot of times you, you'll hear people in the world say, I don't get mad, I get even. Guess what? That's agreement with the enemy because two wrongs never, ever make it right. It only perpetuates and makes the situation worse. Okay. And if you say, well, I'm going to show them what they did wrong, get out of the way. Let God show them, right? Lord, open the eyes of their, their understanding. Show them the error of their ways. Pray for them. Pray for God to show them the error of their ways, but you keep your heart clean, release them, bless them, by still doing good or being kind. Listen, doesn't mean you have to hang out with them. You don't. But if they, even if someone, I'm just seeing right now here prophetically, like you're being nice to someone and they are very short with you. And they're like, Meh, or don't say that, or don't talk to me, or eh, 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 like that. It's okay. Stay cool. What would Jesus do? I mean it. Let the Holy Ghost have his way right? Let the Holy Spirit have his way. If they're mean to you, okay, it hurts, 
Go in another room if you need to. If you need to cry, shed tears. I've done it many, many, many times. And then I'm like, Lord, Lord, show them. Just show them and help me to stay clean before you. Help me to just stay strong and, and forgive. Just forgive them. Lord, I release them. And saying that will help you to really do it. You have to understand that when people hurt people, they, they're not walking with God. They're not mature in the things of God. I don't care if they call themselves a Christian. You'll know them by their fruit, right? You'll know them by their fruit. They could say one thing, but actions, okay? But you still, you don't want to contribute. Again, two wrongs don't make a right. Do it God's way and God will vindicate you in due time, okay? If not right away, Stay consistent. God will vindicate you. He is your vindicator. Okay. Okay. So just remember that if you're the one that's not forgiving, you're going to suffer. You're going to suffer because that hurt is going to just stay with you. But if you release it and give it to God, I promise you. And I'm and I I'm talking. This is what the word of God says. And I'm also talking from my own experience. And I, I can only go back to, you know, what my family did when my mother passed away and how they treated me, because that is, that was the ultimate in the demonstration of forgiveness that I had to do in my own life. But, I, and I promise you, I did. And I, even though I was so hurt, I remember the Lord saying to me in the morning, you have to let this all go. Like all, you have to let it all go. All that hurt. The Lord, the Holy Spirit is your comforter. He will comfort you. He will give you peace. He will help you to be strong and to be brave. And you know, when you do it God's way, you are being mature in Christ. And then you know, I can talk about this and, you know, if I really think about all the details, yeah, it, it makes me sad. Not, but I'm not like hurt and angry. No, I've let all of it go. All of it. <laughs> and uh, I really have, you know, I love my sister. I love my brother. I do. I'm, and I love them so much. And I know that God is a restorer of all things. And all I have to do is, you know, just stay consistent in my heart. My door is open, you know, and if, if I were to get a phone call, I would be like, hey, how are you? You know, I'm not going to be like, what does that do? Okay. I hope that this is helping someone. I really, really do. Yeah. You know what I'm just going to tell you? I didn't find out that my mom passed away till six days after she passed away. They wouldn't tell me. What? And in my heart, that was just the cruelest thing that you could ever do. I was just in agony every day because I didn't know if she was still here. And to withhold, you know, information like that because they're mad at you or for whatever reason, so wrong. Okay. So what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what anybody has done to you. If they've hurt you, I mean, even to the core, to the, uh, I promise you, and I remember the, I just cried before the Lord. I cried so much. And God, God was just so, I felt his presence. And I promise you, when you do it his way, 
you will feel his presence just surrounding you, giving you peace, comforting you. You know, even as you cry, it's like he's holding you tenderly, but you'll get past it, you know? And then, um, you know, I said, I didn't find out till six days later, but the morning, August 1st was the day that she passed in 2019. And I didn't know that, but that I remember on August 1st, the morning of August 1st, when I woke up, the Lord spoke to me that morning and said, you have to let this all go. And I remember I did the broadcast that night and, you know, I really, listen, it was the most difficult time of my life, but yet I had such a, a peace, even though all this garbage was going on. So anyway, I don't want to make this about me, but the point is, had I been holding on to that offense and that hurt, I don't even think I could be doing the broadcast right now. I don't think I would walk in the authority that I walk in every day against sickness, against disease and all. No, I choose to live my life according to the word of God. If the word says that this is wrong and this is something I'm doing in my life, then I'm the one that's got to change it because God is never wrong. If you are, you know, if you have taken authority, even regarding healing of your own body, are you holding offense toward anybody? Because here's the problem. God is not mad at you. He's not mad at you. No matter what, he's not mad at you. But you may have an open door to the enemy because where there is partnership or agreement with the devil, he's got the right to hold you captive in bondage. Again, self-made prison. If you're holding on to unforgiveness, you have poison going all throughout your body. The poison of unforgiveness, it will affect your, your health, your mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. No good. Spiritually, I say spiritually. I mean, if you, if you, Jesus is your Lord, the devil can't touch your spirit, but he can absolutely touch your mind and your body. Okay. No good. You, okay. So let's just, um poison. You don't want poison working inside your heart, in your mind and in your heart. Get it out. Get it out so you can be free, free from the evil, the chains that bind you. Ah, the hatred, the anger, the unforgiveness, the bitterness towards someone that did you so wrong. They didn't know what they were doing. And if they say they're a Christian, listen, maybe they're not. But even if they are, if you can talk to them, you know, and, and have a conversation, but if you can't, it's okay. And if they're, rah, then you go before the Lord. I've already discussed how to take care of that. And if it's a family member, you could even go in another room, somebody you live with, go in another room and say, Father, I repent on my behalf and their behalf. If you've been like arguing and just say, Satan, I bind you. By the spirit of God in Jesus name. And I command you to leave. You leave them. You leave me. You leave this household in Jesus name. And believe God that it's done. But don't stop there and say, Lord, fill them with your spirit. Show them the error of their ways. Fill them. Bring them to repentance, Lord. And Lord, fill me with your spirit and your peace, your joy, your love. And fill this household with your blessings, your peace, your love, your joy. Okay, in Jesus name, and then believe him, right? He says, whatever you ask in prayer, believe you've received it 
and you'll see it. Okay. If you go to God about anything, remember he hears the prayers of the righteous, meaning righteous. You are righteous. If you, if Christ is in you, you could go to the father, just like Jesus did about anything, right? Lord, he, but believe him and expect him to speak to you. Maybe you need to get in the word, right? If you need a life change. Okay. Let me just go on and let me just go on. But is this, are you guys, I hope that this is helping you tonight. I believe it is because again, so many people, even Christians, they go to church. I don't want to sit next to that person. I am not even, can't even look at them. Really? Really? That is so immature and anti-Christ-like. Okay? Just listen. <laughs> we aren't perfect. And of course, we've got people that we get along with maybe better than others. But Jesus said, right? Love God, love people. Love people. If you profess to be, now, if they're not nice to you or they give you attitude, it's okay. You could still love them and sure, sit on the other side, but you don't want to be like, mm, no, you know, with attitude. That is just a stench in God's nostrils. It is. That's like, I don't want to talk to them because, knock it off. That's just immaturity, right? Now, if they've got an attitude or towards you, or they might have some attributes that really aren't Christ-like, you be Christ-like. Show them what it's like to be Christ-like. Love them where they're at. Love them anyway, right? Okay. I hope this is, I'm talking about like a church scenario or a social gathering or, you know, whatever. Listen, and if somebody's not a believer and they're just cursing like a truck driver, you know what? You as a believer, Jesus hung out with the sinners, right? You just be Christ. That's all. You don't have to judge them. Listen, if you're so full of God, so full of the Holy Spirit, just your presence and the way you carry yourself, they'll be like, oh, it, it, the Holy Spirit convicts of sin, right? So you don't have to be like, oh, watch your man. You know, you don't have to just be Christ-like, you know, you don't do those things. And just live holy, right? Jesus, right? God said, be holy as I am holy. Oh my goodness. Okay. Thank you, Lord. All right. Don't be slandering people. Don't be talking bad about people. Don't be talking about this preacher and that preacher. And, you know, if, if it, listen, unless sin is blatantly being done and anti the word and you want to help someone like to protect them, then that's different. But just don't be publicly like slandering somebody who maybe, you know, how do I say this? Too many people just listen. Do I agree with every preacher out there? No. Does everybody agree with me? Probably not. I'm okay with that. You know, I do my best to be a vessel unto God. And if somebody has a problem with anything I'm saying, they can talk to me, you know, or say, hey, you know, this or that. And we could come together and reason. Do you, you get what I'm saying, right? But what I'm giving you, it isn't my opinion. It's the word of God. And all I know is when you do things God's way, you will have peace and you will live victoriously. Listen, things are going to come up in this world because Jesus said, in the world, you will have tribulation. He said, but rejoice, I have overcome the world. And he's in us. The Holy Spirit always will guide you and be talking to you. But you got to be listening, reading the word, 
getting your instructions from the Holy Spirit. Right? The forgiveness thing, though, it's huge. It's huge. There are consequences mentally, physically, when, when you're holding anger and unforgiveness toward people. You know, it can manifest in different ways in your body. The bottom line is, if you're holding any of that, you give the enemy, the devil, free reign to just come in and even, you know, put, can put sickness on you. Mm -mm. You don't want sickness. You don't want disease, dis-ease. You don't want to be like tossed like the winds and the waves and have no peace and be all bitter and upset and talking about this one and that one. And oh my gosh, no. And any time that you say or do anything that's contrary to God's word, you will be in bondage. That is a self-made prison. Repent quickly so you can get rid of it. Give the devil a no access zone to you. How do you do that? You live a life of repentance. If you know that you messed up, Lord, I'm sorry. I am so sorry about that, Lord. You know, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you've forgiven me. Your blood has cleansed me, Lord, and help me. Fill me, you know, and if you have to command the devil to get out, whatever influence in Jesus' name, you know, and then, Lord, thank you that you fill me with your Holy Spirit, your wisdom. And if it's, if you've been sick, right? Make sure that you repent for any agreement with any unclean spirit. Command those devils to leave you. I'm going to have to do, I know, another divine healing meeting soon. I know, you know, um, it lasted a couple of hours, but it was very powerful. But right now, the message tonight was God wants you to make sure that your conscience, your heart, your, your, your mind that you are absolutely clean of unforgiveness. It is for you. It's not for the other person. It's for you. Granted, it could be for the other person too, because that's how you can restore a relationship. Okay. But unforgiveness destroys not only relationships, but it can destroy you if you're the unforgiver. Unforgiver? If you're the one in unforgiveness or holding that offense. Okay. It's poison. You've been bitten by the devil. He's lying to you. You have every right to be mad and holding it. No, you don't. God says, forgive, right? Peter came to Jesus and said, how many times should I forgive? Seven. <laughs> and Jesus said, no, 70 times seven. And yeah, I think that's 490 times. I'm just saying not 490, but it, what I'm saying is it's, However many times, Jesus's point was, however many times is necessary. Keep your heart clean before the Lord. How do you do it? How did Jesus do it? Again, we saw what he went through. Even young Stephen, he was being stoned to death for speaking the truth, right? He looked up into heaven and he saw the son of God standing up watching, right? And he said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Oh, but it looked like they knew what they were doing, right? Young Stephen, he died, right? He said, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. So when someone hurts you, you can forgive them because like Jesus had the wisdom and the understanding that they didn't know what they were doing. Anyone who is not walking with the Lord or not mature in the things of God, they don't know what they're doing, okay? You need to keep your heart clean before God.
with, so that there's no partnership with the devil in any capacity. All right. So let's pray right now. And let's just pray. Let's pray right now. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, step one. Okay. Let's just pray together. Mean it with your whole heart to say, if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, but we're also going to pray for God to forgive you. So you can pray again, even if you are born again, you can, you know, born again, meaning now Jesus, you ask him to be the Lord of your life. God sends his Holy Spirit, which is the spirit of Christ to live in your spirit. Now you become one with God. Let's pray. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. And if you're born again, you're not a sinner, you're a saint. I believe that you died on the cross for me and you paid for my sins forever. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Teach me your ways. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. And I thank you, Father God, for raising Jesus on the third day. Thank you, Jesus. You are alive now and you live forever. Lord, I ask you to pour your Holy Spirit upon me. <laughs> Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and fire, Lord. Purge everything out of me that shouldn't be in me and help me to live for you. All glory to you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Woo! Amen and amen. And if you have just prayed that, welcome to the family of God. You are now a son or a daughter of the Most High God, the one true God. The Holy Spirit has now come to live in your spirit. Get an easy to read Bible, get into the word of God. And so that your heart and your mind, right? Your spirit and your, and your mind won't be in conflict. Get to know the word of God. Get to know, get to know God. You'll know his thoughts by reading his word. Even read it out loud. There's so much power in this. Um, I've got a video, um, a channel on YouTube. It's just Lisa Boldo. I've got so many videos there that you can watch and grow quickly in the things of God. And so um, I ask you to share this out. And, you know, again, just make sure that you live a life of repentance. If you need to go before God and say, Lord, forgive me. Father, I repent. I am sorry that I came into agreement with any unclean spirit anything and anything that opposes you lord lord i thank you that you have forgiven me i ask you to forgive me and i know you have by the blood of jesus i'm forgiven and i thank you lord and i ask you to fill me afresh with your spirit to overflowing in jesus name so be it glory to god that's what you that's all you have to do and just mean it mean it talk to god a lot he loves you. He's a good, good father. And Jesus is a great big brother. He's your Lord. He's your savior. And he's your role model, right? We are joint heirs with Christ. We can go boldly before the throne of grace in, in our time of need and get what we came for. God is so good and he loves you so much. Thanks for sharing this out. Let's advance God's kingdom together. And I'll see you next time on The Victorious Life. Thanks for watching. God bless you.